So I'm here today, guys. My name is Brian Trent, serial entrepreneur based out of San Francisco, California. If you want to find me and visit one of my businesses, hit me in the DMs. I'll show you guys around. But I got my co-host here today, PJ. Yo, yo. What's up, guys? I got none other than our special guest back again, Brandon Tran. Hey, hey. And today, guys, I just want to have a discussion. The discussion is going to be based around being a boss. What does it mean? Why do they get paid what they get paid? And what kind of responsibilities they actually have? Yo, let's get right into it, man. It's going to be a good one. Okay, I want to start off with a story. I want to start off with a story because I feel like this is happening to a lot of people. And this situation could have been avoided had they just stuck with some of the basic, simple principles. And I got people in my YouTube and I got people in my Instagram telling me, you're giving out such basic advice. But let me tell you something, guys. The most basic advice are usually the ones that keep you out of trouble. The most basic advice are the ones that usually people always overlook. So I'm going to go right into the story. I get a phone call going over the numbers with this young buck, and he's looking at it, and I'm saying, look, I thought you told me last month we're doing looking really good. This month, we're setting to lose $10,000, $15,000. Sheesh. Not a lot of money for me, but a lot of money for them. So my thing was this. I had to set him straight. What went wrong? You didn't track your expenses. You didn't track your profits. You were actually speculating how much you were going to make. You didn't actually count what you were actually making. Big difference. Especially, I'm going to tie back to real estate. People always spend the commission before they actually make the money. Then the deal falls apart and you're screwed. So the simple lesson is this. Always track what's coming in and what's coming out. If you got something left over, don't spend it. Save it. Because in business, as a boss, your main job is this. Let me know if you guys agree. Your main job is to keep the lights on, keep your employees fed, and keep the company going and growing. What do you guys think? That's the definition of a boss. Yeah, I could agree, man. I mean, I'm not there to experience, but, you know, I'm on the other end, and if you just cut me off and couldn't pay me, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not the business, right? Yeah, no. A lot of what you're saying, too, is like it's a lot of basic stuff. You got to know. I said it in the last podcast. When things are rough and shaky like they are right now, this recession we're in is shaking up a lot of people. It is exposing a lot of these big boss. They were only making it because the, company, the economy was good and there was so much fake money that it's almost impossible not to make money in this economy. But now that things are hard, people pulling back, consumer spending is down, company profits are down, but the expenses stay high, that's how you have a disaster. No more stimmies. Yeah. No more stimmies. So look, I get it. Things are tough. But that's why you always have to watch the business, watch the income, watch your employees, watch every aspect. That is the definition of a boss. You have to oversee everything. You don't just sit there, drive around in your nice car, wear a nice Rolex watch, and let your employees work and think that the money's going to magically come in and you could chill on the Bahamas. Dream on. True definition of a boss, a real boss, a good boss, a boss that actually can take a company and grow it, take care of its people, is constantly looking for new business, constantly looking at the profit and loss statements to make sure that the company has money. And if it doesn't have money or things are slowing down, you got to make sure you go in and you have to cut. Now, the thing is, and this is going to go into another topic about employees and all these people getting laid off. I'll go into that in a minute. But going back to it, 
you got to make sure that the company stays alive. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm going back to the story. This young buck, he got a little kind of comfortable. Mm-hmm. Got the ego gets to his head thinking that he's a big boss. Got the ego thinking he could chill. Right. There's no chilling. 2022, 2023, you can't chill. If you chill, your company will go under. Can almost guarantee it. Yeah. Unless you're something big and you got unlimited funds, chances are you don't. So, the story is this. Yesterday, I had to scold the kid. I had to go through the numbers. I had to tell him how it was. Told him he was lazy. Told him that he wasn't actually working when he was saying he was working. You were doing busy work, but you weren't doing boss work. Yeah. Right? You weren't tracking what was important. You weren't actually looking at how to generate more income. You were kind of sitting there waiting for it to come in. Guess mm-hmm. what? That ship has sailed. Nothing's coming in no more. You want something? Go hunt for it. Yeah, I agree. I went through the numbers and I said, this is the projected loss. How much money you got? You ready to put it right a check? Because you a boss. Bosses got to write checks. Bosses got to feed their employees. Bosses got to keep the lights on. Yeah. That's the difficult part about being a boss. Right? Got to play big. Yeah. Shit at his pants. Hey, man. He said he was stressed out. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to hear it straight, right? I'm a nice guy. Very nice. I, I keep it light and I keep it fun. But when times are tough and, I, and you got to be serious, sometimes the message has to be clear. And, and I was rough and I can be rough, but I don't mean it to insult anybody. I don't mean it to be, you know, break them. I'm here to put sh- pressure because the only way diamonds are formed is through pressure. Pressure, baby. Pressure builds diamonds, man. Pressure makes diamonds. Got another story for you guys. I, I was with Mike Ferry. He's an old school real estate coach. I, was on, uh, I wasn't on stage, but I was watching the stage, and he said, I need a, a volunteer to come up here. Volunteer comes up. He took his thumb with his nail. Old guy got long, hard nails. Yeah. Pushed it against the guy's neck. He said, you feel that? He goes, yeah. I said, is it uncomfortable? He goes, yeah. He goes, how about now? Pushes in a little bit more. He goes, how's that feel? Is it uncomfortable? He goes, yes, very. Is it more uncomfortable? Yes. He goes, you want to know the answer to get you out of this uncomfortable part? Take a step forward. Wow. He held his thumb there, but at the moment that person walked forward, the pressure was gone. You got two options. You quit or you move forward. All right? So that's a story. Fast forward this morning. Young Buck comes back, calls me. I said, did you do what I told you to do? Cut expenses. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes we had to let some people go. Cut back some hours. Why? Because if you don't, they're out of a job completely and it affects the whole company. Then everybody's out of a job. Mm-hmm. Right? So he said it was stressful, got, some, got us out of some contracts, started canceling some subscription, shaved off four or $5,000 in monthly expenses like that in a matter of 20 minutes. Whoa. I said, you should have did this a month ago when I told you to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you're stuck with the bill. Well, I'm stuck with the bill too. That's okay. But I'm rich. He's not. So he said to me, he wants to quit. He goes, what do you do? I feel like I want to quit. Yeah. I said, that's not a boss move. Yeah. It's a punk move. But then I had to remind him. I said, look, what's the alternative? You quit, where are you going to go? Yeah. You quit, what are you going to do? Yeah. You want to move home? You want to go from being a boss to a worker? Well, guess what? It's a recession. Good luck getting a job. Yeah. Amen. It's going to pay you what you're making. No way to go, man. But forward. Can't quit. Move forward. Don't be a B-I-T-C. Not going to finish that. Yes, sir. Yes, Move sir. Move it forward. Be a boss. Yes, sir. Be a winner. This is the winner's club. Hey, man. I think you brought a lot of a lot of juice, man, this morning. You know? 
some some straight heat for these people to think of and you know let's turn the tables and, and you know give some advice you know maybe how how do we really if you were you know young buck how would you move forward to boss moves from where he is you know even maybe it could be maybe it's not practical maybe it's even like mental what does this person need to do to to really step into boss level I don't know, Brandon. What do you think? What makes a what makes a boss a good boss in your definition? Man, you got to care not just about yourself. Like you, you're running the the company, right? So the mm-hmm. company is your lifeblood. So you got to really think about the back end, how to make everyone's life smoother, the cost, how to keep it healthy, mm-hmm. and of course the income. Yeah, because you got to have money to be a boss. Yeah, I said it before. I actually told this kid. I was like, look. The moment you hire your first employee, they're people. Yeah. You become responsible for their livelihood. These guys rely on you and the company to pay them so they can pay rent, so they can eat, mm-hmm. so they can save. You know what I mean? It's That's a real boss. A fake boss, somebody who doesn't give a damn about their people that they hire. Yeah. Right? You're just another body doing the job. To make the money. That's that's probably most of corporate America. Yeah, yeah. But I think a good boss, a real boss, you got to make sure that you're bringing on people and you got to make sure they're growing and they're secured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What makes a bad boss, Brandon? BJ, what do you guys think? You guys had bad bosses before? I've never worked a real job, so I don't know. I definitely, I think, I think I've had a bad boss before, but, you know, never to the point where I was, you know, unpaid, mm. you know? I think if, if that happened, I would definitely be like, yeah, this is a bad boss, yeah. you know? But for me, it's just, um, you know, I think it's just a bad boss. It's just, uh, you know, for me, it's just like lack of lack of vision, Yeah, you know? If I if I can't see the vision with you, I'm just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Even like with uh, my, my girlfriend, actually, you know, she had a bad experience with the boss, and he was kind of like sporadic, you know? Yeah. Just kind of like running around with chicken, you know, chicken's head cut off. Yeah. And without that vision, you know, that doesn't have that strong foundation for anybody under you to be like, yo, we're going somewhere. That's you know? right. So I think it's important for, as a leader perspective, for a boss, straight up boss, to, you know, have your team know, like, hey, we're going here. We're moving up. I got you guys, you know? Yeah. What you you got to create a vision that is big enough to carry uh, the people who are with you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people don't want to get stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, if if the vision's small and the company just plans to be the same that it is 20 years from now, what does that mean for the employees? If they're just sitting there and they're like, well, damn, if the vision is to stay the same, that means I'm going to stay the same. Yeah. Because how can the company pay me more money if it's going to continue to make X? Yeah. So that's that's the true thing. What do you think, Brandon? What's a bad boss? Mm. I've had a bad boss, but I've seen bad bosses. And I think one big failure always that I see is the breakdown of communication. Yeah. Like it really, you know, it's important to have that vision, but it's important to be able to communicate that vision as well. Mm -hmm. If you can't do it, you know, you better have somebody there to be the mouthpiece, at least while you're doing the background. Yeah. Doing the action. Right. Because everyone has to be on the same page. Yeah. That's how you keep the wheels turning. Big facts, big facts. We're going to take a small break to uh, thank some of our sponsors. Today's sponsor is the VA Hub, bringing high-quality virtual assistance to realtors, architects, and any 
business alike that needs good staffing for an affordable price. And if you guys are interested, make sure you guys visit www.thevahub.com. And we'll put the links down in the description box. Thank you guys so much. So back to the episode. Yeah, cool. So we're making a quick transition. Um, this is a very business very business episode, right? Business-related episode. And it seems like more for your first business. So what are some big, 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 big advice, big key points that you feel people need when running their first business? Are we talking about being the uh, still back to the being a boss kind of episode? Or yes, just definitely, kinda- definitely. But... Yeah, being a boss and, and, and running your first business, what do is, what is these people need to do, need to know? You know, you got to make sure that end of the day, you, you're, you, you want to be a boss because you think that you're going to delegate. Mm-hmm. I get it. You, you're supposed to. But in the beginning, you got to be kind of hands-on and everything so you know how things run. Mm-hmm. And then you can start delegating. Because the moment you delegate too fast, I think some people make the mistake um, they delegate and then they don't give enough jobs or tasks to the employees. And then what happens is the, the staff and the employees, they don't, they're not being utilized enough. They don't know how and to so execute. And then you're wasting money. Mm-hmm. And then in a small company, if you're just starting off, that's like your lifeline, right? You don't have unlimited funds. Mm-hmm. And so you're wasting money on overstaffing. You're wasting money on not having the job done correctly. Like, Going back to Brandon's communication, you got to have good communication. You got to communicate with your staff mm-hmm. so they know exactly what is needed to get done to push the company forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? What do you think, Brandon? What are some, some, advice? some key things that people need for their first That's business? That's a big one. I mean, like, you really have to know your own business in and out before you can distribute it to other people. Yeah. Right. And, that, and this is really because you said starting out. Yeah. Now, if I, now, yeah, I don't do most of the stuff because. Most companies have the same similarities. You have a sales team, you have mm-hmm. marketing, you have HR, those stuff. Then now you get it, you just kind of sub it out, but then you got money for that. But when you're starting off and you're like a, a one-man show or a two-man show and you got to do everything. Yeah. But delegate quickly, but you got to know how to delegate. You yeah. can't just hire somebody and expect them to know how to do the sales training your way or, or train the salespeople your way. Yeah. You know? So. When do you think When do you think people can, can essentially be less hands-on and start like walk away and, and achieve Brian Tran boss level. I'm not there yet, man. I don't think you ever walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like a VC, you work for those companies and you, and you buy out like uh CEOs mm-hmm. like, and you buy a piece of the company and yeah, but they already naturally had like infrastructures are already running. Yeah. So essentially regardless, if you're a one man show, you got 10 employees, a hundred employees, you better always be working, you know? If you want it to be run, like in the past two years, maybe you could have stepped away a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? Because again, when the economy is good, it's so easy to make money. You can afford to make mistakes. Yeah. But now that things are kind of going down and you got people not spending, you don't, you don't have that same luxury. Yeah. You have to step in. You have to watch everything. And you have to make sure that it's done correctly and that you're not wasting money and burning money. Yeah. Because... You're not making that kind of same money that you were two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to shift this a little bit because I want to talk about the employee side. Let's do it, man. The employee side is this. There's nothing wrong with being an employee. You can make a lot of money being an employee. I agree. Okay. 
you don't always have to be a boss. You can be an, you know, there's entrepreneurs and there's intrapreneurs, mm-hmm. right? People that work within the company. They are, uh, they're employed by the company. They didn't start the company. They're not the founders, but they have a high salary. Mm-hmm. But check this out. This is more, this is more relevant than ever because all these tech companies are doing mass layoffs. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, how do you protect yourself from being laid off? If I'm an employee, this is how I would think. And this is how actually most bosses view their employees. Most employees think that they go out there and they make $100,000 that they're entitled that money. But from a company perspective, the reason why they're paying you $100,000 is because they believe that you're going to make the company 200000 Yeah. Yeah, that's big. Okay? And so you need to remember that as an employee that you're not there just to do the job. You're there to make sure that you're bringing in more value to the company mm-hmm. than you're worth. Yeah. That is how you ensure job security. Unless you're with the BS department that was like parties and events, then you're you're screwed. They were going to fire you anyways. Yeah. Because they don't have the budget for it anymore. Yeah. But like if you're a software engineer, like dude, or if you're whatever, salesperson, like, I mean, just brief story. If I'm a salesperson earning a base salary with a commission, right? But I'm the top salesman. You think the company's going to fire me? Definitely not. Probably not. Yeah. Now, if I'm a dick and I'm, you know, causing trouble, then that's a different story. But it's just based on pure performance. Yeah. And if I was, Brandon and I were the same and they needed to lay off some people, but Brandon was only closing, like, they cost, Brandon's base salary was 50 grand and he was only bringing in 50 grand. They're going to fire his ass. Yeah. Because he's costing the money, like, he's net zero. Yeah. I, my base salary is 50 grand, but I'm bringing in the company in sales, like 120, 130,000. Yeah. Right? After commissions and everything, they still make money. Yeah. They're going to keep me. You got to get into that mindset. Yeah. Funny example. I mean, it, it was, I read it as a meme, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if you saw the, the Elon Musk interaction, he had one of his Twitter employees this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Elon is like, uh, the apps in Android, they're super slow. And the main engineer there, he was like, I've been working on this app for six years. Elon said, why so slow? He couldn't answer. Oh, yeah. Fired him on, on Twitter. Hey, man, as he should. As he should be. Right? What you been doing for six years? Yeah, brother? what have you been doing for six years? Yeah. You can't explain yourself. And then, you know, the media takes it and say, uh, Elon Musk fired this guy over Twitter. How insensitive. I know, right? just cost, I mean, what's your salary? Six years, you couldn't make the thing damn faster? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's a meme. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. But... For that particular situation, dude, you've been working for six years. You cost the company, say you're getting paid three hundred thousand. Yeah, one point eight million. You can make my thing faster. Yeah, it's crazy how people like you know flip the script, you know, change the story. I mean, hey, he he had six good years chilling, you know, yeah, yeah, chilling. <laughs> yeah, how people chilling at home, you know? Yeah. Hey Those man, DJs. I think that's pretty good for this podcast, man. Yeah, I think we know. should just wrap it up. I think you gave some really good value, especially in the beginning. Um, just kind of like what it really takes to be a boss. You know, it's a, it's, it's a hard task. It's some big shoes to fill in, but Hey, if you're trying to do it, do it right. Being a boss is not a title. It's a lifestyle. Live it, breathe it. Yes. You'll have anxiety at night. Yes. You'll be stressed out like crazy, right? You're worried all the time. Your blood pressure's high. That's part of it. Sometimes, you know, when things are bad, that's, very likely. I've had many sleepless nights. Hey. My wife will tell you this, and because I, I remind her, she goes, why can't you sleep? I used to stay up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning because I was just like, dude, you got so many things in your head. How do I pay that person? 
Yeah. How do I, man, dude, oh my God, I got to sell my stocks to make sure that I can make payroll this month. Right? That's normal. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't I didn't know you're like that, Brian. Dude, I get stressed out. I'm just better at handling it because you know why? I kept moving forward. Yeah. Every time there was pressure, I kept moving forward. Yeah. And you do get used to it. I don't stress out anymore, like very little, because there's not much that has happened to me um, that surprises me. Yeah. But that comes with experience. That comes with ex- just going through it, handling it, not quitting. Now, like, for example, I'll give you another story. You know, I own three coffee shops plus a boba shop. Yeah. One of the biggest things having these businesses in San Francisco is getting robbed. Yeah. You know how many nights my freaking phone rings because the alarm company's calling me three or four o'clock in the morning? That's why I don't like people calling me at three or four o'clock in the morning. Like, dude, it, 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 you wake up in a panic. Yeah. And you're helpless. Now, don't rob me, guys, please. But the other day I got robbed. I'm like, I'll handle it at six. Call the cops. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm boarded up. I'll yeah. get there when I when I wake up a little bit. I, I took my time. What am I going to do? Rush there and catch them? Good luck. I'm not, they're gone. Yeah. But you learn this. You experience it. Hey, Amen. So let's end the podcast there, guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Do me a favor. This is, um, leave us a review. Yeah. Put a comment down below. And if you don't know, we do have a YouTube channel as well. Mr. Brian Tran. Uh, like us, follow us over there as well. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Winners Club. Winners Club Podcast. Peace. Peace. Nice. Oh, we rocking. Rocking. We'll do another one. You want to do your thing real quick? What thing? You got time for another podcast right now? Yeah. yeah. You want to put your uh, touch ID real quick? I got a good one, bro. Let's talk about sales. How to master salesman.